Welcome to Day 236, Shaped by the Word, Season 2, The Drama of Scripture. Uh, we've been reading through the book of Isaiah, and uh, this is one of the most magnificent uh, works of Hebrew literature that you'll find uh, anywhere. Isaiah has uh, written most of what he has written in, in nice verse. You can even see that in your English translations. So we've pointed out in the Hebrew, it becomes even richer and even more magnificent. So it's a wonderful piece of literature, but Isaiah, more than not, are, are using these images to drive home the despair of people who've rejected their God, and, and then also the hope uh, that God is, is laying before his people and the restoration of their fortunes in the coming one. And we read about that coming one, a child who's to be born, who's to be wonderful in his counselor, uh, to be a mighty God in his power and strength, to be an everlasting father, tender with his people, and the prince who brings ultimate peace. And we'll see uh, the vision of who the coming one is expanded quite a bit in chapters 11 and, and chapter 12. Uh, before we read, let's do as we always do. Let's pause and offer ourselves in the moment to the Lord. Matt, you mind leading yeah. us? Let's pray. Father, we do pause, and and Father, we ask, um, based on the promise you've given us, that as we draw near to you, you'll draw near to us. Uh, Father, that is our our longing and our and our desires, um, not just to read words on a page or or um, to think about um, certain theological terms or ideas but but father to to be so caught up in in you um, as we think about your word and and we interact with theology um, father it's we're interacting with you we long to enter into a deeper understanding and, and knowledge and relationship of you and so father would you meet with us um, thank you that we're able to do this together as your body um, as we're, we read your scripture together and god would you transform us and and use us um, to accomplish everything you desire it's in Christ and we pray. Amen. Isaiah chapter 11. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and of might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, with the breath of his lips. He will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness, the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. Cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, the young child will put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And that day the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples, the nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious." And that day the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the surviving remnant of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Upper Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylonia, from Hamath, and from the islands of the Mediterranean. He will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. He will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four quarters of the earth. Ephraim's jealousy will vanish and Judah's enemies will be destroyed. Ephraim will not be jealous of Judah nor Judah hostile toward Ephraim. They will swoop down on the slopes of Philistia to the west. 
Together they will plunder the people of the east. They'll subdue Edom and Moab, and the Ammonites will be subject to them. The Lord will dry up the gulf of the Egyptian sea with a scorching wind. He will sweep his hand over the Euphrates River. He will break it up into seven streams so that anyone can cross over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people that is left from Assyria as there was for Israel when they came up from Egypt. In that day you will say, I praise you, Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you've comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength and my defense. He's become my salvation. With joy he will draw water from the wells of salvation. And that day you will say, Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name. Make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. I love uh, that one image with joy. You will draw water from the dwells, from not from the dwells, but from the wells <laughs> of salvation. Uh, just mm-hmm. the abundance uh, and the joy, uh, you know, with which I, and, and we were talking yesterday about, you know, hunger and thirst and how that hunger and thirst will be satisfied in, in Christ and in the salvation uh, that he brings. Mm-hmm. So uh, the stump, you know, earlier in Isaiah was the remnant of Israel, but the stump here is, uh, is the root of, uh, root of Jesse, uh, which is the, the true Israel, the coming king of David, uh, which is, of course, a portrait of Christ. You know, when you're reading it and, and just talking about it, verse 3, where it does say, you with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. You know, the first thing that came to mind is just the the Samaritan woman sitting out there drawing yeah. water from the yeah. wells and, you know, and, and thirst again and will thirst again. And yet what she doesn't realize at the time, you know, at least not immediately, is right there in front of her is the fulfillment of this. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation, you know, in Christ Jesus. And, and so just that that portrait of... Um, you, you mentioned this, uh, I guess, when this comes out, you mentioned on Easter, but, you know, what makes the Old Testament fun is is Jesus, you mm-hmm. know, that when we begin to see that all of the Old Testament points us to Jesus, you know, passages like mm-hmm. this begin to explode because they're not just long-awaited, you know, promises that may or may not find fulfillment, but they find fulfillment in Him. And, and so we begin to see, you know, there is a day that's coming, a day of peace, a day of you know, of justice, a day of hope, a day of longing, yeah. and and it's wrapped up in Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremiah said, "My people have committed two sins; uh, they've forsaken Me, the well of living water, and have built their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water." And uh, that is exactly you know, what we've done. We've uh, re- traded the fullness of the Lord for you know cisterns of our own making. Uh, you know, for. Uh, uh, things that we think will bring significance for us that we strive for uh, when he gives us an identity and who he is and he gives us fullness in, in being united with him. And uh, it is tragic when we trade uh, the one for the other. Mm-hmm. And in that section of scripture as well, um, I will praise you, Lord, although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you have comforted me. And just knowing that... Um, God has taken that wrath and that anger and has placed it on Christ so that we may be comforted, mm-hmm. that we may now have fellowship with him. And so we know as we look at that, it's just a 
beautiful picture of what Christ has done for us. And of course, you, you, you see in that the theme, you know, that he will reign with righteousness and justice. And of course, the justice is uh, not only that the deepest, darkest, ugliest sin around us must be punished, but the deepest, darkest, ugliest sin in us must be punished yeah. as well. And he made him the punishment for our sin. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, we'll, we'll get to that in Isaiah where he has this wonderful mm-hmm. In a picture where he says, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has gone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him right. uh, the iniquity of us mm-hmm. all. And you get a picture of that in, in a beautiful way, both Old Testament and New Testament. Mm-hmm. And I love as well how the song of praise, you know, as they're overwhelmed by, you know, the restoration and the redemption that, that God's doing and where even the child plays next to the viper's den and you know, all these wrongs are now being righted and things are being mm-hmm. put back to the way they're supposed to be that 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 praise leads you know almost it, it, it it's kind of what fuels this mission that they want you know give praise to the lord proclaim his name make known among the nations what he has done um, let this be known all around the world and you know that's the promise given to abraham they'd be a blessing to the nations and christ sends his disciples out he sends them you know to make disciples of all nations and so you know, this good news going beyond us, worship leading to desire for others to worship is something we see all throughout mm-hmm. the scriptures and, and see it here in this passage. And there'll be a highway created for the nations, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, just as there was. And of course, that is what you're going to hear, you know, John the Baptist saying, you know, to uh, fill in every valley and take down every mountain to prepare the way, you know, for the coming of the Lord. Uh, and, and a beautiful picture of uh, Israel fulfilling her, you know, calling. Uh, to being an invitation of the nations to know their God and to worship their God. And, of course, you have those beautiful images, you know, of a lion eating straw like an ox and a, you know, a child playing with an adder uh, and all of that. And, of course, it's the restoration not only of the people of God, but the restoration of all of creation. And, and, and the vision of, you know, the vision of the gospel is a, is a restoration of all things. Uh, Peter, you know, says of Jesus that he... Uh, uh, you know, that he awaits us, he has been exalted to heaven, or he'll remain until the restoration of all things. And of course, Paul talks about all of creation yearning uh, for us to be revealed as, you know, as the children of God, um, because creation itself uh, will no longer be subject to frustration that leads mm-hmm. to decay. Mm-hmm. That God is renewing all things in, in Christ, and that's, that's just a picture of that. You have mm-hmm. strength in, in weakness, uh, no longer in opposition, one taking the advantage of the other, but you have them in, in, in complement to each other, living together, and each fulfilling their purpose to see it, to give a greater vision of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. You have to love at the end of that section, in, in verse 9, for the earth I love filled, almost every part of that I section. Know. You know? Mm-hmm. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters covered cover the sea. You know, it's like mm-hmm. God's ideal at creation will be fulfilled. You know, God's ideal in salvation and, and mission given to the church now you know for us what, what are we called to do we're not just called to kind of sit back and hope for well one day this will come mm-hmm. and indeed it will but instead what we're called to do is go and make disciples to you know to teach and and mm-hmm. to obey and and to go in the presence of the lord knowing that there's a day coming where the earth will indeed be filled with the knowledge of the lord and and this is a day we long for you know it's not just a, a day of peace that will come mm-hmm. that's generic but it will come because all of creation knows, you know, has knowledge of the Lord and, and indeed his, you know, as uh, mm-hmm. we get in other places, his glory will fill the earth. Mm-hmm. 
And now, and of course, that's in that day, no one will be you know taught you know taught by another because everyone will know me yeah. from beginning to end. And of course, Paul says, right now we see through a glass dimly. Uh, one day we will see face to face, and we will know fully, even as uh, we are fully known. And uh, and we will, you know, I've, I've said before there. There won't be any regret in the presence of the Lord, but if if there were, once we see Him for who He is, we, we would regret any moment or any inclination we had to uh, not offer ourselves fully to the One who loves us and in whom is the fullness of of beauty, majesty, power, and glory, and, and grace, mm-hmm. Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. Heavenly Father. Thank you for another week in the Word. Thank you for the visions of Isaiah, and we thank you more than any of that for how those visions are fulfilled in the person of Christ. We thank you for the glory we have seen in him, uh, but more than that, we look forward to the glory we will see in him. May you, Father, stir our affections for him. May you give us a greater vision of who Jesus is, and in doing so, transform our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.